Let's keep it short and sweet. Okay. No funnies. No. No, no funnies. That was just Absolutely. a story for me. <laughs> Nothing funny. Um, yeah. So is it going already? We yeah. Just, this is perfect. I just want you to know that this is how it would feel if we didn't do it. <laughs> it, would, it would feel like a deep romantic. <laughs> We could just look Very at each other. Connected. But that's sweet. You know what? It almost stories. Get, feels like sleepover. Like mm-hmm. if we both had a cup of something warm uh-huh. and we were in our jammies yeah. and then we were just pouring our hearts out. Yeah. It's like sleepovers. So what I'm trying to say is the listeners are ruining this experience. <laughs> they really are. And we never knew. <laughs> no. Until this moment. We don't want a podcast. We just want to talk to each we other. We just want to have a sleepover. So season two is canceled. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. Just kidding. In fact, today is our first community call. So if you're listening to this early in the morning, you could still catch us. Yes. You could jump onto verygoodmothersclubhouse.com and you could still jump onto our community call. It's going to be 45 minutes with you guys and us. There's no structure. No plan. We're yeah. just going to hang out and yeah. see what feels good. Yep. We're going to find out together how these calls will go. Yeah. We think they'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We want to know you. Yeah. And we want you to have the opportunity to know us or ask lame questions. You can ask me questions too. <laughs> That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> ask her questions about your toddler. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah. So if you're listening in the morning, join us 12 o'clock PST. PST. So midday California time because we're both in California. Yeah. And then if you missed us next month, fourth Mm -hmm. Tuesday, 12 o'clock PST. Yep. Yay. Cool. So today we have fumbled, you guys. You you don't even know. You don't even know. We thought we were professional podcasters because, you know, we had done one whole season of podcasting. But then now we've taken a break and we've come back and it's, I mean, it's prettier Mm-hmm. that everything is nicer we've oh, yeah. elevated the whole experience we have new equipment the walls yeah. of my apartment are white we're well rested exactly we just forgot to press record the first time uh-huh. <laughs> and then the minor detail time, you know we ran out of space on yeah. an sd card yeah and then i think i may have broken the sd card yeah. you we know, can't tell no it's just it's keeping us humble as podcasters (laughs) we are not professional podcasters but we're happy to be here Mm -hmm. and that's what's more important yeah um today we are talking about on versus in Mm -hmm. which is relevant to this whole break we took yeah relevant to would that be yeah i said that right thank you uh yeah because we took the break so that we could be on versus in Mm -hmm. right we wanted to pause figure out how things are going, what's working, what's not, and yeah. prepare for this next season, which we're now inside of. Yeah. So you guys are about to hear a conversation that we recorded a little bit ago. We had planned for it to be the New Year's episode, um, feeling like that's a good time to, you know, take a minute and like reflect on what do we think would be useful and how do we want to live this life and how mm-hmm. do we want to be as people. And um, Jess brought the idea of like the different feeling of being so in your life or in a moment or in a circumstance as opposed to being on mm-hmm. the circumstance, being like over and looking down at it and being able to see forward and backward and make choices mm-hmm. and both good, both really important. You have yeah. to be in your life in order to live your life. Like this is it. This is all you have is the in. But then in order to like live the life that you want mm. and want what you want, have what you want and, and live a life that's purposeful, you have to sometimes be able to step back and get sort of like over and on top of it and be able to see the whole and mm-hmm. make choices. 
And that kind of happened to us really naturally. We hit a point where it was like, I actually think we need to just like take a beat Mm -hmm. and have these holidays and have this cozy winter time and breathe and rest and, and reflect. Yeah. And I wouldn't have done that if you hadn't have initiated it. Mm -hmm. I never think maybe I never think I'm allowed to or something, you know, Mm -hmm. there's that feeling that you always have to be producing. But then once you initiated this break, it made perfect sense and actually made me think differently about the way I do work in general. You need Mm -hmm. time away to do everything that this podcast episode is going to talk about. And it's going to be fun to listen to this episode again. I think you already listened to it. Did you listen? Um, I skimmed through it. I think, I think it's good. (laughs) <laughs> See, she always hears it before me because she helps with editing. Well, before she was doing all the editing and I'm trying to take this from her now. So season two, <laughs> big aspirations. But what I will say is that I listen to these when they come out. So I listen to them alongside you guys mm-hmm. and I learn from them as mom, as wife, as someone running a, a little business and trying to kind of make my way through motherhood and womanhood and all the things. All the things. And uh, yeah, it's a cool experience. On this side, when you and I are creating it, we care a lot about the listener. As the listener, I, I just suddenly become the listener and it's like, I forget that I'm listening to myself and you, I except that. I don't forget that I'm listening to you because you're so <laughs> smart. You're so, so nice. Yeah, I feel really lucky. I do think there's something really special in the like creativity brain mm-hmm. where when a person opens themselves up to let something come out, what comes out can often be larger or more colorful or more articulate than mm-hmm. what the conscious brain can really focus on. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people have that experience of listening back even to what they made and being like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That is a good point. Mm -hmm. Totally. That's where some people would say the divine was involved Mm -hmm. when it's like you're hearing yourself. You're like, wow, that that's a thought that's beyond me. Mm. That's pretty beautiful. That is pretty beautiful. So I feel that when I listen and that's good. And so, yeah, here's a great episode. I'm excited to hear it back with you guys because it's been a while since we said it (laughs) and I have not listened to it. So let's listen today and have a really great time. And I hope I get to see you on the call today. We want to spend some time looking at big picture, zoom out, how is the stuff we're doing right now in this stage of life, lining up with the kids we want to raise, Mm -hmm. the person that we're with, our our partner, our spouse, how is that relationship going, even relationship with our work, relationship with ourselves, how are we doing taking care of ourselves? Um, I spoke with a woman this morning at the coffee shop and she was like, oh, I, I barely eat. I barely sleep. I'm spread pretty thin. I'm pretty stressed out. She was very open. It's someone I've known for a while. Yeah. Um, the person that I am in love with is saying that they don't know if they can be with me for a long time because of the stress that I'm bringing to the relationship. And I said, this thing that you're in right now, you can only do for a short time. This level of stress, this level of being spread thin, Mm if you try and sustain yourself in that type of life, it's not going to work. So it takes that type of um, awareness of our situations and like, okay, what does our life look like right now? Are we like that woman? Are we feeling so spread thin that it's negatively affecting everything around us? That, That might be something you have to do for a time. Maybe life circumstances put us there for a time but it's not sustainable in the long term. Mm-hmm. So what can we do to shift so that we are not just surviving our own life and our own circumstances so that our relationships aren't just in survival mode? 
um, and really any detail. I mean, you don't have children at this point, but no. I'm sure that this is relevant to your life as well. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that is so mind boggling, and we just chatted with my husband about mm-hmm. this a little bit too, um, about parents mm-hmm. is that like my life also feels full and yeah. hard and the idea that there could just be like three extra little people mm-hmm. here like sure. where does it fit how yeah. could, where does that all go because even now I feel like I'm I feel like I'm always running out of hours yes every day does not have enough hours in it yeah. for all the things that I want and all the yeah. things that are important to me that I care about that I'm excited about yeah. like like time just doesn't feel big enough for like my desires mm. and and also my needs. Yeah. And also the just demands of like life in a capitalist mm-hmm. society where it's just expensive to be I a person. Know. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to fit it all, isn't it? So then I guess that's where this type of conversation is important. And more than this, what is gonna be important is the time that you guys take, that we take. Mm-hmm the margin where we sort of pause everything in our life and whether we are journaling or we're sitting like in prayer or meditation or however we 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 tap in with who we are deep inside what matters most to us what is the priority for us in this new year in this maybe it needs to be smaller than a year just in the next month um or or bigger It, it really depends on the person like the personality you're in and the stage of life you're in because i will say for myself i like having big picture like one year five year 25 years like i love that Mm -hmm. but there are stages that i'm in right now um or not stages circumstances two-year-old and three-year-old is really what i'm gonna say um circumstances are yeah two-year-old and and three-year-old and running a very young business Mm -hmm. as well some of it is hard for me to see like five years from now what do i want sometimes it's hard for me to wrap my head around that i'm more like okay this month what do i want Mm -hmm. for this who do i want to be how do i want to handle some very specific stuff that i see coming my way and it takes that reflection and even the visualization of what are the things that are predictable that i know are going to be hard for me sure how do i want to handle it who do I want to be? Another way of asking the question is, how do we want to be remembered? Years down the road, when the people closest to us are reflecting on us, oh, Lane, I worked with her. Oh, Jessica, she was my mom. <laughs> she is my mom. <laughs> you know, um, oh, well, what kind of mom was she? Is she? Uh, she was very stressed, constantly tense, super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, did a lot of really good things for other people. No, that would be terrible. I would be so sad if that was the way these kids remembered me. But if I'm not careful, if I just focus my energy anywhere that calls my name, that could accidentally be the way that I do this. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it takes real honest, like, okay, who do I want to be and what does that look like here? Yeah. I have some questions for you. Oh, let's. About, let's do it. About like that exercise specifically, the one of mm. like, how do you want to be remembered? Yeah. Because I like that as like a, wait, catch yourself in this sort of like swirling space mm-hmm. and just remember that like, this is life, like today is life. Mm-hmm. And so people are going to reflect on today yeah. as like their life. But there's, how do you hold that one in tension with, um, like I, I'm very worried about what people think about me. Mm. You know, like yeah. the, not everybody, everyone sure. can just like... Yeah, get out of here. There's but too many. The people, like yeah, the people, your people. Yes, mm-hmm. there can be. Um, I can get real constricted around mm-hmm. that. I can get very mm-hmm. worried, and it can mm-hmm. make me like 
seize up a little bit when I am trying to monitor like how I look through their eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it can turn for me into trying to monitor their experience yeah. instead of just like trying to live my own life mm-hmm. out of my own mm-hmm. like values and desires. Yeah, we are so similar in that way. We- <laughs> Have you ever read the book Codependent No More? No. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm reading it this week and it's so helpful. Um, it's attention. It's attention and I think I use it more the question of how do you want to be remembered more as a prompt for my my own kind of way I process life and how I am to these people. But I also understand that I could be amazing mm-hmm. and somebody could still be like, she's the worst. And that could be all about their own mm-hmm. view of the world and not so much about me. Um, the, the codependency thing I bring up because I... I struggle with it. I actually, I listen to a podcast and I think we all struggle with it to some capacity. So there's no, (laughs) I'm like happy to admit that this is my thing, but it might also be a lot of people's, um, the, the temptation in a codependent type tendency is that we are trying to control the people around us because we internalize their feelings so much. So it's like, I want to make sure my family is as happy as possible because I actually don't know how to deal with, the feeling inside me when they are not happy. Yeah, um, that is exactly what I'm asking right? about. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard. Perfect. And I think just being aware enough of that is good because I'm asking these questions just simply to give myself the perspective I need to live my life in a way that that is the best I can give, the best like lines up the most with who I am on the inside. Mm-hmm. I've got integrity. My values are like the roots and the fruit that's coming out is lining up with that. Yeah. You know, the, the my behavior, my way of handling challenges, my all of that that I want it to align. So I'm asking questions to help me think like that because it interrupts our day to day to ask questions like that because our day to day is often just responding to whatever the day has for us whether we were intentional about planning the day or we have little ones and and the little ones are really we're responding to their needs all throughout a day um i can't control my children's perception of me i can control me Mm -hmm. and i can do my very best to love well and they still may end up in therapy talking about how I was the worst. Right. And I guess that's just a part of life you have to surrender to. Yeah, so it's the surrender added in. Yeah, right. Um, but it definitely is something I think about for sure. And it weighs on me. And actually just recently I've been trying to, um, how do I say this? So, okay. First I'll describe myself and then I'll say what I've been trying to do. I find that my personality is very comfortable sitting in a room full of people and just basically reflecting the people back to themselves. Mm -hmm. Like I think I could get a whole room of people to mostly like me if I just say enough that like I'm agreeable, Mm -hmm. I'm a listener, I ask good questions, but I could leave a room and not feel known. And they could like me and I could even feel like, you don't actually like me. You like, mm-hmm. you like you yeah. and I reflected upon you. And it's not necessarily that I was dishonest because I, right. I probably wouldn't do it to the point, to the extent where I'm like straight up going against what I think about something just to like mm. be agreeable. But I could do it enough to where the person doesn't really know what I think or feel or believe about certain things. They just know that I am nice enough, right? Yeah. What I've been trying to work on is instead of doing that, you can be kind, you can even be agreeable, respectful, but I could also take up up enough space in a room 
that people walk out of the room not liking me and I leave being like, well, that was really cool. I was me. And if they didn't like me, then they're not my person. And that's great. But that really scares me because I, I the, the rejection piece is so big. It's yeah. like, oh, I don't want to be rejected. But what I realized um, recently and maybe in reading this book and also some life stuff that I'm not mentioning here <laughs> is like there's there's a challenge in being liked but not being who you really are. And yeah. it's this quiet feeling of like, well, people don't really like me and they wouldn't like me if they knew me. Mm-hmm. But the best way to test that is just be you. And then you'll find out that the people who are your people, they do like you. Yeah. And the people who aren't, that's okay. That's like, I don't like everybody t- also. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. That anyway. sounds like heaven. Right. So yeah. you guys are good at it. Actually, you and Connor are good examples. I, I remember this really funny video that Connor made where he talked about like, well, you you actually might be able to quote it better, but basically when he would go on dates, this is her husband, um, he would be so fully himself. And then like if, if they- Abrasive. Yes. Yeah. Abrasive. He would be fully, fully himself. And then if they didn't like it, his perspective was like, well, that's perfect. Yeah. That is not my person and we didn't waste any time. Yeah. And I watched that and he, he commented like that, you know, he found you and you liked him. You were the bridge that didn't burn. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This was like stage banter because he's a musician. He was talking about burning bridges. (laughs) He's He's really fun. Yeah. He was talking about being a young man uh, hunting for a wife. Yes. And I'm going to say hunting on purpose. Very much hunting. taking it back. Yeah. And calculating that his odds were the best between 19 and 24. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because that's when people are the most, like you're around the most people your age, like college and then post-college. So he was hunting trying to burn as many bridges as possible until he found a bridge that didn't burn yes and you're the bridge that didn't (laughs) burn yeah and and in the process he wasn't pretending to be his strategy wasn't i'm going to find a wife by being what this girl likes Mm -hmm. his strategy was i'm going to be fully me and the person who likes me fully i probably like them fully too i would imagine if he's fully himself here you guys are oh yeah and that's so not like me Mm -hmm. i i am so like trying to be politically correct and trying Mm -hmm. to not ruffle too many feathers and um i'm sure there's some gifts and skills inside of that temperament but i don't like being so afraid of rejection so i've been Mm -hmm. trying to cultivate in myself more strength to just be like okay this is me in a room this is me in a gathering i'm going to be fully me and if I leave and turns out nobody in that room liked fully me, then that's just not my room. And I just won't go back to that no, room. No rooms ever. No, no rooms, rooms ever <laughs> felt that way about Thank this you. That's person. really nice. But you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a good it's a good way to, yeah. to think and be. I love that. So yeah. Anyway, so that was then, a long answer. No, I loved that. When and where do you, as a mom of three mm. people, mm-hmm. like spend this, where do you find this time? Yeah, where do I find time? To reflect or journal. You talk about journaling a lot, actually. Yeah. Journaling is a good thing for me because my mind is very swirly. And when I write, I find that I'm able to like hone in on my thoughts and clear out some of the clutter. Um, so I like that. I don't have a lot of time for that. Mm-hmm. I use my notes in my phone sometimes. And if I can catch a window, even just one minute, I did it this morning. Wilson was watching Paw Patrol. Jules was not awake yet. And I just jotted down some notes in my phone of how I was feeling and kind of what I wanted today to be like. Mm-hmm. Found it was very helpful, kind of setting the intention, as they say. Uh, 
bedtime after bedtime is a period of peace in our house. So I, I try to use that as intentionally as possible. Uh, mornings are my preference, but I don't usually wake up until one of the kids has woken up because they wake up pretty early. So I'm not the kind of person who would wake up before that and like go do a bunch of stuff. Some moms yeah. are, and I admire you. Heroic. Yes, but I, I don't do that. I work during the day and Sean has the kids. Mm -hmm. So what I've tried to do, and Sean has actually thanked me for this, which is funny because I thought he would be like, what, you're taking personal time during your work? Not that that's his personality, but poor guys with all these kids all the time, you know? <laughs> anyway, what I try to do is carve time within my work schedule. So maybe I take a little window, 15 minutes or something. It doesn't take too long for me to check in with myself mm -hmm. and use my words to figure out how I'm doing. And yeah, journal some things or call someone if I need to talk to someone or mm -hmm. drive silently and pray mm -hmm. or listen to relaxing music or something. But things where the noise is quieted for me. And I don't know if you're like this. For me, even if it's not really crazy in the room, like, okay, I have all these kids to tend to or I have this work stuff that's really important that I need to focus on. Sometimes my mind is still going fast as if I am frantically doing this stuff. Yes. But I'm not. Yeah. So what I've been trying to do recently is when I realize that's happening, like calm myself down and try and catch my thoughts a little bit, maybe write things down. I find that if there's a lot of stuff I'm trying to keep in the air, like mm -hmm. I can't relax, I'm very tense because there's 10 things I'm trying to remember to do. And if yeah. I drop them, then it's going to cause an issue. Then I try to organize that, write it down or something so that it's not just on my brain and I can relax and actually enjoy my life. Um, I heard today what did you hear? in uh, in a book about codependency, actually. <laughs> I was listening on Audible. Um, I do think that Swirling Thoughts is like an actual codependent. Oh. Like, I think that's literally something perfect. that like, people go to Al-Anon for yeah, codependency. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And like, literally the sort of like workaholic yeah, symptom. That's what like, they said. <laughs> okay. And you just keep talking no, and I won't interrupt because perfect. <laughs> they said that. It, and also when I read the codependent book, it wasn't like this booming, like I'm a codependent. Mm -hmm. I actually was reading it thinking of someone else <laughs> in my life like a true codependent. i know <laughs> that's that is the joke that's the joke that. is that i read it for someone else and i listened to a podcast and the girl who started it was like well i read this thinking of someone else and i'm like that's us we do that don't that's, we that's us yeah <laughs> but what it said was codependents often struggle with low self-esteem mm -hmm. and that's me i definitely spend a lot of time trying to like remind myself that I'm just as good as anybody else. Yeah. And I have just as much in me that's capable of good as all the other people. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so the the swirly thoughts, the workaholism, like all of that can kind of come down to some thoughts of like, I don't, mm, okay, how do I say this? Basically they said one thing that we might wanna work on if we see some codependency in our life is understanding that we deserve to really enjoy our life too. Mm -hmm. Just like I have no problem believing you should enjoy your life or yeah. my kids should enjoy their life. Obviously, I don't want anybody to be a spoiled brat who has no responsibility. Sure. That's not what I mean by enjoy their life. But I would love for my kids to have a really happy childhood. I would love for Sean to have a really happy experience of being married to me yeah. and raising these kids. I have a harder time really believing in my soul that I'm allowed to enjoy my life. I have a hard time relaxing. I have a hard time um, not thinking, oh, I have a window of time. I need to devote this to 
productivity. I need to be productive in some way. Are we relating to each other? Everything that I have said in the last like five days and my whole life, but like a lot in the last few days. Oh my gosh. Like I have said out loud, like I don't need to work just because I'm awake. Yes. Yes, I'm awake. I could be editing a podcast because I'm awake. But the fact that I'm awake does not mean that I am liable for making something happen right now. Yeah. And I find that I, I... I apologize or I give a reason for why I'm not working. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sitting down resting because I just did this thing and I'm preparing for the next mm. because I and deserve it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the people who love me are like, oh, I don't care that you're sitting. I actually, I'm like, oh, wow, she's sitting. You know, that's, <laughs> I've had people in my life be like, oh my gosh, are you watching a show? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just actually watching it for research because I want to understand my culture better so I can make podcasts that are more relevant. And they're like, oh, well then why don't you try watching something that just brings you joy? No, I, I'm oh. learning about story structure because I'm trying to write a pilot. <laughs> True story. I know I've had that. Low self-esteem apparently is something that is connected to all of that. Crazy. You don't strike me as someone who has low self-esteem. So I didn't bring you here on this podcast to talk about that. But for me... I have found that it's all connected. Mm -hmm. Who I want to be, what I'm doing, where I'm going, all of this stuff. If I can recognize in myself where I'm doing stuff just to feel okay and then be like, no, 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 no. I'm okay already. Mm -hmm. I'm loved. I'm safe. I'm I'm good in here. I can do this stuff as an overflow of what I am versus I'm doing this stuff to be good. I'm doing Mm -hmm. this stuff so they see me in the right way because then I feel good if they see me in the right way. No, 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 that's wrong. I'm doing this stuff. I'm good already. Yeah. Now I'm going to love you well. You actually might not even recognize my love as good because that's how humans work. Right. But I'm going to do my best here. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. For me lately, it's been as simple as um, I've been telling myself, like, your experience matters as much as that person's experience. Because yeah. I will literally try to, like, not be... I'll try to like move quickly through the post office line because like a lot of people behind me. But also I'm at the post office doing an errand, which I needs know. to be done correctly. Me I deserve to do my errand correctly How and did make we sure find that my package other? goes where it belongs. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than rushing so that whomever that guy is can have the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. I love that. I do the same. Yeah. So, so. healthy people make healthier relationships. Yeah. So in our life sometimes it's enough to just say, I want to be a healthy person. But for some of us, it's hard to be motivated by that alone. Mm -hmm. We're much more motivated by the people we love most. Mm -hmm. So if we're thinking, okay, I have my husband or I have my kids, I have my people, I want these relationships to be as good as they possibly can be, then that can be our motivator for being as healthy as we can possibly be. Mind, body, soul, spirit, all of it. And that's where we are now. Love that. Trying to figure out how can we be the healthiest versions of us mm-hmm. right now. I don't mean like physical fitness, but that could be a piece of where we need to be healthy. But just like holistically as people, how can we be healthy inside so that we can be healthy with the people we love most yeah. doing the stuff we're doing? Because we're not only in our lives, in our day-to-day mm-hmm. experience, but also we can step out mm-hmm. and be like, on top of our lives looking Mm -hmm. at how we want it to go making sure that things are in alignment yes and you know what i found by doing this in the last week is that when i've given myself some time to pay attention to the on versus in and kind of align with perspective and future and all of it 
then when I'm in it, I'm actually really in it. Like I'm present. I'm playing with my kids and I'm able to put my agenda to the side and be like, Mm -hmm. we're here because what we're doing here lines up with everything I just considered. Mm -hmm. Or I can put my kids safely to the side and say, I can focus on my work or I can focus on this relationship because all of it ties into something bigger Mm -hmm. versus feeling like I'm just surviving and putting out fires. Whatever's the thing that's right in front of me that is urgent, I do that. I don't know if that is on purpose or what, but it's it's like without the perspective, we just react to what is right in front of us with urgency. Yeah. And uh, it's not the best way. All right. One thing I will say as we wrap this up is that everything we're talking about is kind of work you do with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It's questions you ask yourself, you process it, whether you're writing or on a walk or whatever. But what we found in the group when we talked about it this week is that for some of us, this is something we would want to do with our partner and with our person, whoever the the one you're doing life with, there may be conversations you guys haven't had yet. One that came up this week was that a couple had a baby before they planned for their baby. So they never had the conversations around like, what do you hope for? How do you want to raise our kids? What matters to you most? Um, They just basically were like, oh, life just threw this change at us. We're going to adapt accordingly. And now we're in the thick of it. And the, the wife was expressing maybe it's too late to have these conversations mm. that would be really helpful. And she was also saying she really wants to have these conversations, but when she starts to, it's received as criticism. Oh, and sure. so we were talking about strategies around like maybe you could carve out a time that's really kind of relaxing. Maybe you're walking. So neither of you are, are looking at each other, but you're looking at the future, at the future, not the future. <laughs> you're looking straight ahead you're of that future. <laughs> Eyes on the prize. Oh my gosh. That actually reminds me of my sister and her husband one time on a family Christmas. Um, her mother-in-law said, can we take a picture of you guys looking into the future? And they were totally serious. So there is a photograph of both of them just smiling into the future. Anyway, okay. So when <laughs> you're like on your walk, the yes, middle distance, yes. it's a fabulous photo. Okay. So you guys are on your walk. You're thinking about the future. Um, yeah, maybe you, you're bringing up things not in a, in a critical way, but just like this matters to me. It's something I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. I would love to talk to you about it. Hear your thoughts. For some people, it's really hard to think like this. I'm married to somebody who has a much easier time being in the present Mm. and a much harder time talking about the future, but it's still important. And I think part of why he does it is because it's important to me. And so I say, could we please do this? It helps me have context for my life and Mm -hmm. where we're going as as a team. If I know kind of what you have in mind for where you see our life and future. Uh, it can be really important to have conversations like this around your relationship together, mm-hmm. around your finances, around your kids and how you want to do family life. Even questions like what were your favorite things as a kid that your family did? Do you want to be doing that mm-hmm. now? Um, though a weird thing about parenting is that as many things as you can predict like okay before we have our baby let's talk about who's going to do diaper changes how are we going to handle nights um did you get spanked when you were little like what do you believe about discipline there's a lot of stuff you can predict but there is 
probably just as much or more that you will not think to talk about Mm. until the situation arises and now you're remembering that your family did this different or you're watching your partner do something and you're like, wow, I have no understanding for why they chose to go that route. Mm -hmm. So even if you're the type of person who is in a situation where you're like, yeah, we never talked about this stuff and now we're in it and maybe it's too late, it's not too late. You can talk about any of these things if you're both willing and able to do that. If you find that every time you talk about something sensitive, it turns into a fight, mm-hmm. that could be a great opportunity to seek out a mediator or a therapist or someone who yeah. can be a third party to help buffer some of the stuff, mm-hmm. especially when we're inside of a hard season of life with the person we love. Everything is sensitive and yeah. triggering and it's it's not you guys. It's just probably everything you guys have been through together and now trying to get back to the love that you really feel towards each other. Yeah, having so. somebody help you, um, like there's a set aside time mm-hmm. that you both go and you meet. Again, you don't face one another. Mm-hmm. You both face this, this like other same person. direction to yeah. this other person who can just like help facilitate those questions and yeah. just like reflect back to you like I'm hearing you say and then Mm -hmm. I heard her say and that kind of sounds like the same thing to me but the two of you seem like you're at all just like having that it can be very peaceful because especially if you do have that buildup in your relationship like marriages are long it's a Mm -hmm. really long time and you can get a lot of stuff tucked Mm -hmm. in like the dark corners and the shadow spaces and all of that's like come out into the light so that Mm -hmm. there's flow in that Mm -hmm. relationship and you can enjoy being next to this person in the life that you that you picked together that's right that's so good and maybe you need your own therapist too maybe Mm -hmm. you are realizing you're having issues with your person um but it might help you to have somebody that you're processing with and then you guys are meeting up together or maybe you both get therapists and Mm -hmm. then you have another therapist (laughs) together like do whatever you need Mm -hmm. but yeah having having an outside person can definitely be helpful if you're feeling like you're surviving um way longer than you want to be it's not a week or a month you're like wow my whole relationship has become survival Uh underwater yes you you're going to want to get support and that's okay that's really normal yeah so do that do we have anything else to say oh about life and planning in the future yeah so many things everything (laughs) (laughs) well lucky us we're gonna do this weekly (laughs) we got a podcast we run out of things to say yeah yeah, just a congratulations to everyone on getting through the end of last year and oh sparkly, gosh, twinkly so eyes. To congratulate you. Yeah. Congratulations. That is really great perspective. I'm, I'm happy for you. We're still here. If you can yeah. hear this, it means that we're all still we here. Yeah. We did it. There's a new day. Yeah. Um, I hope for myself and for you and for everyone who's listening that we, whether or not New Year's feels like a thing that matters. I mean, mm. I've slept through almost all of them in my whole mm. life. It's like such a right. useless <laughs> evening to me. <laughs> I hate prescribed <laughs> But I do love the sort of like cycles of nature. Like I appreciate that we're these like sort of natural creatures. You are like an old woman in yeah. a little, like a young woman's body. Yeah, we talked earlier yeah. about how I'll feel equilibrium when I'm 59. Yeah. That's so funny. (laughs) But these like these cycles of the way that like life moves and light moves Mm -hmm. and the sunlight is longer at this time and then there's less of it and there's more darkness at other times here in this sort of like winter space to enjoy that feeling of like coming out and forward and it's Mm -hmm. it's gonna get lighter from here physically Mm -hmm. and warmer and just like really enjoying 
the changing and mm-hmm. and trusting that what you need to let go as cycles change mm-hmm. that wasn't for you anyways and what's mm. going to come to you in this next section is for you mm. and i hope that we can all just sort of like relax into the flow of that and enjoy yeah. That's beautiful. You guys are so good at this. Yeah. So good at this. And we love being with you. Thank you for joining us for these. Uh, Don't forget to like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere else, rate and review the podcast. That would be so helpful for other people to find it more easily. And if you have any questions as you raise your children and you would love to hear our thoughts on them, please ask away. We want your questions. So there are multiple ways to do that right now. You can comment them. You can join our online community, Very Good Mothers Clubhouse, and ask them in there. And they can be questions about being just like a woman and a person and yeah. a, you know, like, yeah, that's we're, true. we're here. We have we got, we're those things we got too. stuff to say. We're people. We would love to talk yeah. about people's stuff. We'll, we'll talk about toddlers yeah. forever too, if that's what you want. In the community this week, which by the way, this this podcast is coming out after it's done, but I imagine we're going to have another one. We're talking about sex. Oh, cool. Because we already started a call and it it was a call that wasn't about sex and then it became about sex and then it was about things like using sex toys after having babies Whoa. and the word clitoris was used and then I was like, I like these people so much. Yeah. When do you get to be this honest with a group of parents? This is so special. It was all mothers. So that's the kind of community that this is it's Mm -hmm. people talking openly about the real stuff we all face but are a little scared to go there (gasps) cool that's so So, yeah i'm just saying if you want that kind of stuff you can have us here but join the community make real friends and talk through the real tough stuff of life the real people stuff with people who are safe and trusted and oh it's cool so cool anyway okay I ended this with the word clitoris. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. I really appreciate you guys. We'll see you soon. Happy New Year. See you next week.